Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, again, and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. We are on episode 54 this week. Or Key in the Door, 54. Or Holcomb 4, 54. You done? Yep. Yep, we're talking about London. Uh, so stick around if you want to hear more. So, hello again. Hello there. Hello over there. Hello. You're all the way over there. I am. I'm over here. Yeah, I know you are. I can see you. Who are you over there? I'm just. Uh, uh, are you Steve? Yeah, no, no, I'm David. I don't know why. I said, what were you starting to say? I don't know. I'm it stuck. just went a bit wrong. Yeah, I'm it stuck. felt like you were trying to make a hint to people that you've been trapped in this room for a week. No, I have, no, no. I'm, I'm fine. I'm free to go uh, to and fro from this room as I please. Not now, though. Not at the moment. No. no. But um, my name's David. What's your name? Uh, my name's Connor. What's your name? Uh, still David. All right. And okay. what do you also go by? Dad, yes. Yeah, I call you dad sometimes. Oh, you do call me dad sometimes. You're the sometimes. father of Father and Sundays. Oh, I am. I think we've established this. And I'm the son of Father and Sundays. You are, and indeed. this is Father and Sundays. Yes, well done. The end of regard to absolutely nothing. Um, but you're also a son, I just am. to clarify to everyone. Yes, yes, yeah. I am, yes. I'm glad we got that cleared up. How's your week been? Oh, not great. No? No, a bit stressful. Right. Because... There's a cat at the door. There seems to be as well. It's getting even more stressful. Oh, yeah, with that cat. Um, work's been a bit plop. Um, they changed everything and I went in this week and it's very difficult to know what the hell's going on. But, you know, I've tried to embrace that as yeah. the week's gone on. and tried We've to both had um, yeah. a very much changing week yes. when it comes to work. I mean... I mean, I didn't know this week was going to change at all, and then all of a sudden I'm in a different office by the end of it. But. Yeah, it's been quite, uh, yeah, quite a bit of a shock, really, I suppose. Yeah. But, um, but not as much of a shock as, uh, obviously, we've had a bit of a toilet seat problem this week as well, haven't we? Yeah. Because uh, the toilet seat upstairs sort of broke when I went in there in the middle sort of the night. Sort of broke, it broke. I, I lifted a lid and it came off in my end, the lid, that is. Um, and... Uh, and since then, so there's, there's a story been behind some that. I was sitting on it and it clicked, and yeah. I didn't really think of any at the time. But well, it did result in me coming home from work uh, midweek, and uh, my wife, your mother, saying those words. The um, mother of father and sons. All husbands want to hear. You know, um, would you like to come for a ride with me while we take the toilet seat to try and match it to another toilet seat? And I found myself in the car with your mother 
and a our toilet seat which she'd cleaned in yeah, a plastic bag and I'm going around some shops trying to find a match for it. And the immortal lines that one of the guys in the shop said, Have you got a picture of your toilet on your phone? Yeah, I've got I've got a couple of pictures of me with it. I've got it as my screensaver. Me and my son with it, and then you know, there's the family with it, and then you know we've done other bits and pieces. To be fair, I've been through a lot of that toilet. Yeah, it's it's quite emotional, isn't it? I've, I've been over the toilet thinking, this is how I go. <laughs> Do you right. know what I mean? Okay. Do you know when you're being really sick and you're oh, like, oh yeah, this yes, is well, it. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it, I think the lowest point of it is when I've I actually try and take photos of the toilet and he asked me to send them to his email address i'm hoping that's because he wants to help us out in finding a seat but if not i don't really want to think about it right. but other than that everything's tickety-boo and his uh email address is bogcub at <laughs> <laughs> toilet seats dot com dot oh you yeah that's um, the one all right do you want to know something that happened to me this week what happened to you i got a new car Another new car. Yeah, another new car, except this one is like, uh, I can't remember what scale, is like 116th or something. Oh, right, okay. Uh, and it's a model of my old car. It is, but it doesn't look much like your old car. No, it's a lot smaller. It doesn't look like I remember it anyway. Oh, because you saw it, but big dent in the front. Yeah, there wasn't much left of it There's when I saw it. Yeah. flat tire on the left. That's very um, nice. It, the the car was the body was torn. Yes, against the uh, very Nissan Navara. Yeah, in front. The thing is, though, this model is the uh, driver's seat's on the left-hand side, and it's an Opal, not a Vauxhall. So it's nothing like your car. You might as well just. Oh well, no, they're the same brand, but not really. No, they're not. A bit though, disappointing, that really. I bet when that came through. If I'm honest, it was sold on Amazon as a Vauxhall Corsa, and if I did look close closely at the pictures, then it did show that it was actually an Opal badge and a. Oh, you only got you know yourself what? to blame, then, yeah. I'm not too displeased. Okay. Because it still looks a lot well, like my car. Good for you. Apart from the badge, I just need to paint the alloys black and paint the wing mirrors black. Wow. Yeah. That's how deep I'm going into this rabbit you hole. You seem of to be making yeah. a car that I don't own immortalised within a smaller car. Yeah, nice. I've also got the old car keys of the old car. I'll see if they work. They won't. No. Well, on this? Yeah. It's unlocked already. Oh, is it? Oh, right. Yeah. Well, don't worry Plus, you about need that, smaller then. car keys. Do you? Okay. Yeah. They're inside. What are we actually doing before we go oh, on right. forever talking about a toy car that you got? So, this week, yes, we were struggling of what to do. Yeah. In all seriousness. <laughs> and... Uh, but there's been something that you've mentioned from quite early on. Yes. Was the fact that you at some point wanted to talk about London. Well, I just thought it's a capital city of, of England where we live. And uh, I think it's quite a remarkable place. I love cities anyway, but I think it's quite a remarkable place. So I thought we could talk a little bit about it and the people that live there. Yeah. And I was going to ask, um, why did you want to talk about London? Well, funny enough, it's because uh, I think no, I, I love cities, and I think there. If you go to places like London, you've got so much history there, uh, uh, alongside very modern places and and sort of new businesses and new enterprises and everything else. So I find that sort of there's a lot of history juxtaposition. There. Fascinating. I love the did old. Did you learn the word the, juxtaposition recently? I did on a podcast that you did. Um, so, which oh, did what I we did. It? Yeah, you did, did once, yeah. So, uh, that's mm. why I love London. I mean, obviously, uh, we live fairly near to London as well. Uh, my family originate from London. 
So you can um, tell by the way you talk. Yes, you can tell. And we lived down down the River Thames, or we lived very near the River Thames. But you know, we lived at, as the, as the estuary goes out into the sea. So kind of linked to it. <laughs> I used to work meets. up there. Um, what? It's where estuary meets. I know what estuary means, but it, I'm just saying. But it's where the river meets the sea. I, I was looking, and I think we are uh, 41.8 miles from London. That's 67.3 kilometres if you're now, a Now, when you're saying London, I assume that's the edge kind of London. Of the, no, kind of the centre of London. Oh, really? You're measuring it from central well, London? Well, no, the city of London, so the EC. It's about 25-ish miles from here to Romford. I guess that makes sense because from here to Romford yeah. is essentially the edge of London. Because Romford's one of those places that you don't know whether it quite falls into Essex or London. Yeah. And for anyone who's listening outside the UK, or even Essex, <laughs> won't have a clue what we're talking about. Well, of course I will. Right, in a car, it'll take you an hour and 26 minutes, apparently. Which car? To the AA. Oh, you're talking about from here? Not that little car, take you a lot longer. You're talking about from yeah, here? Yeah, from here. You on the train, our location. Uh, one hour, 34 minutes. On the bike, three hours, 80 minutes. And it'll take you 12 hours to walk around. <laughs> so we won't be doing that. But I just thought that... Well, not yet. I not know a lot of places around the world and a lot of cities, even within Great Britain, have got uh, are steeped in history. But, you know, when I think of London and when I've Edinburgh been up there... Edinburgh, for one. Yes, there's been the sort of invasions, city. war, fires, disease, all sorts of things happened to and it. And that was just last people weekend. People prevailed, yeah. That yeah. was all, all last week. Um, but I, I thought, I look back and there seem to be a few half-bummed efforts to get to uh, England or get to Britain and trying to take it over. The Romans come and had a little bit of a recce at one point. They did do pretty well, to be fair. Well, they did, but they came over and had a recce, and they, uh, in 43 AD, they came back, but they came back this time with elephants. I don't know what the relevance of elephants is. <laughs> nice. But uh, <laughs> apparently, because they came back with elephants... It seemed to work, and they seemed to be able to take over. No, what are you talking about? Panthers, they're elephants. Also, right, and they're not anymore. And Um, elephants, they helped with the in the um, in the imaginary world of Middle Earth. Yeah, is that what you're going to say? Is it imaginary world, or is it just the world before we knew it? No, it's an imaginary world. Right, Um, but they helped anyway. We're 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 not talking. So London. So they created this small. In fact, where they created the Romans, the first sort of encampment there, it was really quite near to where the city of London is now. So quite what we'd see as the financial centre of London as well. So they set up a, well, a small Roman town. But, yeah. What Roman Roman stock exchange? You know that kind of stuff. What are you talking about? I don't know. They liked money in Rome. All oh, right, but sixty AD all went a little bit pear shaped for them because uh, oh, Boadicea, as I learned her name, Boudicca, now called Boudicca. No, not now called. No, it, she was wasn't called Boudicca when I went to no, school. No, 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 no. What you're you're, you're saying now called? Everybody saying- refers to her now. As Boudicca. Right. Yeah, no, I get that. I get what you're saying. But you're saying now called Boudicca isn't so much a... Because essentially both are right, yet both are wrong. And you're saying now called Boudicca 
she was previously called Boudicca, but people started calling her Boudicca. It could be that way. Do you know what I mean? Boudicca. Boudicca. Well, it could be, but we learned her name as Boudicca for years and years and years, and it's only in recent years people called her Boudicca. Utterly ridiculous. No, but anyway, you can't she say came she along, it. burnt it, came along, gave him a kick in, burnt it to the ground. But did they give up the Romans? No, they didn't. They rebuilt it. The new Londinium, as they called it, very. Uh, they could have thought of a better name than that. They just used Isn't London. That an and the, yeah, um, the capital of Britannia. But in 409, they buggered off back to uh, Italy because I didn't. I didn't know why they left, but they it left. It was quite a long time, though, wasn't it? Yeah, they were there for yeah, for uh, about 400 years, something like that. Anyway, they went back to Italy. Uh, because apparently people were causing a bit of trouble back in Italy, so they had to get back there and sort them out so the Roman Empire didn't fall in Italy, where obviously it would have been a bit embarrassing on their own turf. Um, but they left a lot of legacy. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we say. It's a very famous quote from uh, Monty Python, is it? What the Romans done for us? And they say, what are they? Brought this. What have they ever done for us? And it's like um, you know, Baths roads and, stuff. and everything. Yeah. Um, also... Sorry, I didn't expect you to actually stop talking so quickly there. Yeah. But um, also, um, oh, I've forgotten. Oh, my God. Don't interrupt <laughs> me if you haven't got anything to say. No, anyway, I did. I did have something So you to go say. through all sort of the medieval times. You've got the... Uh, and and I, I think my point being is the, the fact that it's been hit so many times with so many things. So in 1603, plague strikes London, right? Or what they call Oh, we moved away from Romans now. Oh, yeah, because they've gone, haven't they? Because I was thinking of the Roman thing. I can't right. remember what it was. Uh, apparently, it, Plague Strikes London in 1603, or they called it a new plague. Uh, in 1633, uh, Plague Strikes Again. I believe they called that the Plague Strikes Back. And, yeah. uh, and then there was a brief respite where I presume, like we have with uh, COVID, they... They just opened Hyde Park, which was great because people could get their hour exercise away from the plague and uh, socially distanced walks and all things like that. Yeah, masks. Um, but unfortunately, in 1665, the plague comes back for the last time, or as they called it, the return of the plague. So people were decimated by these Many things. years later, we had the plague awakens, didn't we? We did, yeah, and it started all over again. Well, I'll come to that. Then in 1666, you had the Great Fire of London that destroys 13,200 houses, killing how many people, do you reckon? Twelve. No. A lot? No. According to records, only six people died, right? Was that the Great Fire of London? Yep. But I feel they only registered six people dying. I think probably a lot more people went under the radar and yeah. and died. But apparently there's only You'd six people. You'd expect it to be at least 13 since it started in a bakery. A baker's dozen? Yep. My God. You're welcome. 1703, <laughs> Buckingham Palace is built. Lovely jubbly, like Buckingham Palace. It's been there. 1703. It's been around for a while, hasn't it? It has. 1711. Has Chris- had extensions? Oh, it's had many bits put to it. I think so is most it of these places like, were very, fairly basic. Is it a bit like Trigger's Broom? What? Is oh, it a bit yeah, like yeah, broom? it's had, yeah. No, I think there's certain elements of it that are the original bits, so it's not like Trigger's Broom from that perspective. To explain the reference, Trigger's Broom, Only Falls and Horses reference, got a new broom head, got a new broomstick, 
Is it the same broom? Well, there you go. Gets an award for it. Um, 1711, Christopher Wren, uh, who designed St. Paul's Cathedral, completed that. Oh, it's an interesting fact about Christopher Wren and St. Paul's Cathedral coming up in the quiz at the end. Do you want to tell me it now? No. 1757. Houses on London Bridge are demolished. Now, that's always fascinating. It's silly to have houses on yeah. London Bridge, isn't it? But it, it's always fasc- fascinated me. When you look back at pictures of, of that time or descriptions of that time, and they almost had sort of a whole little little towns almost all along those particular bridges. And, you know, they'd have the fair. Uh, the ice when, fair, yeah. The ice fair when, when the Thames sort of... Uh, just freeze over, sorry, just freeze that sentence. Yeah, freezes <laughs> over, yeah, and that, that sort of thing. Um, quickly, can I just yeah. sort of say, uh, we said about the plague, well, here comes cholera, and that strikes London in 1831, again in 1866. What was that one called? It was just cholera. It's, oh, that's the, the disease, cholera. Not the last plague. No, no, I didn't do that for that. Strikes again, but... What's quite evident then in 1866 is public health is so much better. So it doesn't have the impact it did originally. Yeah. Um, Wasn't this around when Sue was alive now? Oh, she ain't going <laughs> to thank you for that, is she? So, But then, you know, you go through some of the other bits and pieces and perhaps, you know, we can cover that off in the second part. Ancient Egypt. In last week's podcast, there were so many potential fact-check candidates that to save time, I would like to submit it in its entirety. Apologise wholeheartedly and move on. Fact-check. Right. Right. So. So... 1940 to 41. 1940? Yeah. Oh, this, this is like Nanny Joyce being alive yeah. now. Not, that's not the entirety of World War II. Obviously, it was uh, 39 to 45. But there's During. a lot of people killed, you know, talking about 20,000 people in London, keeping it light. Yep. Um, with the bombing from Germany. Um, uh, I hear a lot of stories about this. And I guess one of the things that I like about as much as that's the tragedy involved in all that is the we talked at the beginning I said about the spirit of people in there and the sense of humour even if it be a dark sense of humour people had there and your nan my mum uh, lived through that she was the nan of father and son days. yeah she was evacuated um, in uh, I think 1940 uh, into the country like yeah. many many children were came back a year later came back yeah went down there with her brother George came back a year later uh, but you know she talks about things and so did uh, my dad uh, she was from Stepney my dad was posh she was from Barking um, and uh, they talk about things they talk about uncovering you know my dad talks about a bomb landing in the garden and opening the back doors and all this sort of sort of misty gas was coming out to quickly shut all of I mean I can't even comprehend what it must and be like. And you said like, he died of lung issues. Yes, but that was nothing to do nothing with that. Nothing to do with the no, gas. No, no, no. That was nothing to do with that. Um, so, you know, but 
the spirit, they talk about the blitz spirit, you know, and they talk about people singing and, and sort of pretty much sort of sticking two fingers up, uh, uh, you know, the, the people that were up trying people. to... You yeah. need to finish that sentence, up at people. <laughs> up at people, you know. Um, no, don't send it on up. And it undoubtedly changed a lot of people, but and a lots of London is... You know, there was certainly there was parts of London that were bombed that stayed like that, and you could still see them in. But that's less and less now, like that. Yeah, lots yeah, of yeah. replacement, and the people were. But the spirit, there's so much now. Uh, there's so many communities within London. There's so so many uh, from so many countries. There's a real diversity, multicultural, um, and it's this sort of old and new that live side by side now which I said at the beginning I love so yeah. much I mean you've got well it's funny you can sorry just to but you go down the C2C line yeah um, into London and you'll be going and there'll be a flat there'll be something and then there'll be a church just stuck in between these oh, two and huge and the, and the buildings distance, distance between I mean even from and our yeah it's like minuscule distance isn't it yeah and our, from our point of view coming in there and you no sooner you're in the city of London and you've got the skyscrapers and and the new buildings, but right sitting in the middle of it, alongside the Thames, is the Tower of London mm. and Tower Bridge. And then you don't go far. I mean, even around that area, you've still got parts of the London Wall, like the, you know, that was around the, the city, that are still there, that are still being uncovered. And we talked about the Romans earlier on, and there's um, one particular area uh and I believe we ran through it when we were doing a race up there that time. And they've got it marked out where the amphitheater was for the Romans, you know, and that's because they uncovered that. And it, and I find all that really fascinating, the old and new, the history uh, as you walk around the city. There's something really exciting about it. Um, obviously, we've had the millennium and there was a lot, lot of things. London Iron now is, is there and... And obviously the Millennium Dome, which is now the O2. If you want to hear more about the Millennium, listen to our the 2000s episodes. <laughs> yes, yes, where we just talk about how everybody was worried about what was going to happen. Yeah. And obviously we had the London Olympics in 2012. If you want to hear more about the Olympics, yeah. listen uh, to our Olympics and, uh, and Paralympics episode. But, you know, it, it just makes me feel really proud. And, and I know, you know, within this country, London was always seen, it's always been the capital city or has been for many years. And, you know, was very much um, the biggest place, you know, the, 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 the centre of everything. That's not the same now. It, no, there's, it's not. There's many cities around uh, the United Kingdom that are, are equally as large and has got lots of manufacturing and lots of stuff goes there. In fact, there's less and less within London. But Do you think London will always be the capital city? I think it will always be the capital city, but I, I don't think it... It stands for the same things as my it has done throughout the years. You know, it's changing all the time. Uh, what, even what even through what what makes a city the capital city? I don't know. It's just it it's the, it it originates, I guess, as the hub of that particular country. If it's it's the it's not necessarily the biggest. It's not even necessarily the most famous. You know, when sometimes when you look around, oh yeah, well, Europe it's the capital and the city world, of Australia. Exactly. And I would say, I would argue the most famous city in Australia is Sydney. Is Sydney, but that isn't the capital. Yeah, yeah and that's exactly my point. That that happens quite a lot. But, you know, it's, it's perhaps where the government were originally. You know, obviously uh, we have uh, 
places within Scotland and in Wales because of a certain amount of devolution. But uh, Westminster Abbey is still where our Parliament is, and you know, so I is guess Edinburgh a lot of the that, capital of Scotland. Yes, and then Cardiff is the capital yep. of Wales. That's and exactly. Dublin. So you've got Belfast and Dublin if you're talking about Ireland. And yeah, so Northern Dublin's Ireland. Northern Ireland, yeah. isn't it? So yes, there's now there's a few laws as well. There's some weird and wonderful things that happen within London um, that still are the same. You know, whether they're enforced or not, they are still the same. So do you know you're not allowed to feed the pigeons in Trafalgar Square? I only found that out a little while ago. Now, when I was young... You, if they find out about how you fed all those pigeons and Well, when I was younger, uh, I used to go... Up, well, when we were up in London, that used to be a big thing. You used to go and buy a, a little pot of seed and then you'd stand there and you'd be... Well, it's a bit unnerving, really. But you'd have loads and loads of pigeons all over you. And Trafalgar Square pretty much a roundabout. Yes, it is, yeah. It's not even a square. Well, it's got four posts on it hasn't it and that's yeah, they're not, the lions they're not square though are they ah shut up a, um, almost in a line did you know there's still a law saying there's absolutely oh, no, no wait, gee, I know you're talking about reckless post. sliding on ice or irritating kite flying what is deemed as irritating kite flying would it be uh, kite flying in general or? I would say any kids flying kites because you stand there when you're an adult and you you take ages, You're an expert at flying you do kites. it all, you fly the kite, it's up there, you hand it to your child and no sooner have you hand it to your child and they pull it a couple of times and it goes to the floor, possibly breaks. Um, kite flying tangles is scary, up isn't it? The, tangles up all the string and that. So that's that's probably what irritating kite flying is. Kite flying children. Is, is scary, isn't it? Because you feel like if you let, like, it feels like they're very nearly able to just let go and your kite flies off. Oh yeah, when it, oh, it's great. It's a great thing to do when you, it really works. Do you remember the pa- the aeroplane one I used to have? Uh, yeah, I the think propellers used to go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing. So you can't do any. Oh, re- you can't slide as sliding well. on ice. Yeah. So another thing. No suspicious salmon hold handling. Yes, I mean now I don't know what the I'm difference suspicious between of anyone handling a salmon. Yeah, but I don't know what whether you can handle a salmon. Non-suspiciously. Do you, do you know why that is? Why? It's because people used to smuggle um, contraband in inside a salmon. Do you think that was it? I um, thought it was just probably illegal salmon. No, it's just contraband used to be smuggled inside the salmon. I made that up, by the way. Oh, right. Well, thanks again that's for right. your input. Uh, you're not allowed to gamble, sing or cue jump on the tube. Right, actually, no. That that's I've I've seen because I've seen people perform on the tube. Yeah, and then they'd be asked to be removed. Now, in fairness, I think that's just to stop people busking quite literally on the tube, and it still is in force mm. stuff like that. Um, gambling, it's illegal pretty much anywhere that isn't designated to gamble. Yeah, and um, what was the other one? Stretching, cue jumping, cue jumping, stretching. I don't know. I think uh, you're allowed to stretch on the... Depends how wide. Yeah, okay, fair man, enough. Man, sca- man stretching and whatever it's... What's it called? I don't know what you're talking about again. What's the one where you have your legs really wide? Man, man uh, spacing, no. 
Anyway, um, queue jumping is also irritating. It is, yeah, yeah. But I didn't think it, yeah, well, I suppose it is illegal as such. But yeah, the singing made me laugh because I thought lots of people sing, don't they? Anyway, the other thing that fascinates me about London is, and especially because... You seem to have a list of things that fascinate you about London. Well, I told you, I love London. I love it. I love the buzz of the place. I I struggle. Why? Because I struggle with big lots of people situations and cities I struggle with I don't think I could live in a city I mean do you feel like you could live in London I wouldn't want to live in London I'd much mm. prefer to uh, travel in and experience London and then yeah. come back to and my this little is, corner of this the is my country point. this is my point um, is the fact that I like visiting London now I do struggle to visit London because I struggle with all the people there I feel like I'd do better in London if I was on my own sometimes because sometimes when I travel with other people it makes having to think about what they're doing and where they are and stuff like that a bit harder but there's so many people there that I just end up feeling a bit anxious with the amount of people no way right okay um and that's why I struggle with Are you all right on this podcast? Are you, are you not feeling anxious? Well, we don't have many people listening, so we should no, be No, I'm right. talking about, oh. just talking about London. Does it feel like you, am I painting such a vivid picture of London that you're starting to feel anxious because you feel like you're there? No, absolutely not. The picture hasn't been painted at all. Okay, thanks. Right, right. The f- one of the things, um, again, like I said, that fascinates me is like my, my mum comes from Stepney and... You know, that's not when you start talking about uh, Cockneys and and within the, you know, the sound of Bow Bells and that. Um, the language, the language that sort of has evolved. You've gone from uh, it being, I've looked at some of the very old sort of rhyming slang that has been used. To, obviously, it's been updated and people use different. Yeah. And, you you know, spoke about something like Only Fools and the Horses. And obviously that was used quite a lot in there. It's, it's that sort of banter, that sort of thing. But what really fascinates me is when you use something like this and... Uh, there's a sort of truncation in it. There's a sort of a separation of things. So I've got some examples, right? And I, as I say, it's only because it fascinates me. So you, so when you say about, oh, me old China, you know, me old China, and you're talking about like a friend of yours, it's me old China. So obviously that's China plate. Yeah. Mate, right? But you don't say China plate. You never say China plate. Yeah. You just say China. So, you know, straight away you've separated that one out, you know, one one more out of that. It's the same thing with... Uh, Can I guess the next one? Okay. Let me take a butcher's. Let me have a look. Yeah. Butcher's hook. Butcher's hook. Yeah, exactly. Uh, telling porkies. Telling porkies. Porky pork pies lies. Yeah, exactly. But no, don't you think... I think that's brilliant. I love it. You know, and... Uh, all right. Wearing a syrup. Wearing a syrup, maple maple syrup. Maple. This is a slightly different one because it's not necessarily something you would have, uh, something you would have used or uh, or you would particularly think of. So the actual thing is syrup and fig. Syrup and fig. Um, and what's the term again? Wearing a syrup. So syrup if I say, fig. look at that bloke over there. He's syrup got a syrup on. Syrup and fig. Uh, Wig. Yes, wig. Yeah, so again, removed from that particular one. A um, couple more. Uh, 
Me old treacle. Uh, treacle tart fart. Wait, so can you say me old fart? <laughs> so me old treacle, treacle tart, sweetheart. All right, sweetheart. But again, I've, you, I, I, I've heard these sayings used so often, and yet, you know, you, when you start thinking them through, use your loaf. Uh, loaf. Loaf of bread head. Yes. Brilliant. So, look, there's those ones. And then I've kind of thought, well, we could make our own ones up anyway. So what about something like, um, have you got a Jimmy Cranky? Jimmy Cranky. Me nose is running. Have you got a Jimmy Cranky? A hanky. Yes. So you got a Jimmy. Oh, I tell you what, uh, West Ham are playing Kidderminster me tomorrow. Do you want to give that another go, by the way? West Ham are playing Kidderminster tomorrow. I fancy doing a bit of a Boba Fett. Boba Fett bet. Yep. A boba. Yeah. I'll see what sort of, uh, I'll see what they can do for me. I'll see what I can get. Um, might be, I'll, I might be able to even get a really good Ian Bill. Ian Bill deal. Yes, absolutely. A really good Ian. But when it, when I drive down there to the betting shop, right, I'm going to be careful where I park because the last thing Can you thing just say I the do, one word? Do separate it up. Just say one word and I'll try and see if I can get the next one. Oh, well, you're going to struggle with this one. All right. When I park up, I'll, I'll have to make sure I'm not on double yellow lines because I don't want to see an older, one of those old Jameses. James Bond Street Warden. Well, you're nearly there. Street, street, is it a parking traffic warden? Traffic warden, James Corden, traffic yep, warden. James Corden, traffic <laughs> warden. And, uh, but you know what they're like though. They, I could be parked like legally and they'll still slap a... Can you do more of um, a Cockney accent, please? Oh, I, could be, I could be parked legally and they, they'll just come along and they'll say, you ain't parked legally, you parked on WLers because they're Danny Dyers. It's just that full one you've provided. Danny. Danny, full Danny, dire, yeah, Danny, liar. dire, liar. Oh dear! But anyway, once that's all done, I might be quite tired, so I'm thinking maybe uh, I'll pop home to me turtle. Turtle, ninja turtle. N- no, no um, turtle, uh, sea turtle, pond turtle. No. What, it's got to be after turtle, isn't it? If I'm saying oh, that. Oh, yeah, for, turtle. I'm really Turtle t- tank. Really tired. I'm going to hit the turtle. The turtle. Uh, turtle. Hit, hit, the, hit the bed. Turtle shed. Turtle. Turtle shell. Hit the girl. <laughs> <laughs> turtle wed. Bed. <laughs> turtle wed. Because <laughs> the turtles are the only things with heads. Eh? What? I can hear it. I can hear something. I can hear someone walk, walking outside. I can hear them. They're, they're walking down the old sausage. <laughs> sausage. Uh, sausage roll hole. No, they're walking down, you know, outside, down the old sausage. Sausage. Right in the middle of the old sausage. Sausage toad road. Yep. <laughs> but I can't understand what they're saying because they're, uh, they're, they're, they're talking a, a different sausage. Sausage roll, uh, sausage toad mode. Sausage. No, they're talking. You know, they're talking. They're they're not talking English. They're talking a, a, a different sausage. Oh, sausage 
sandwich language. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, the, the only thing I understood that they said was that they were going to pop up to the shop because he fancied a bit of chocolate and he really wanted a Boris. Boris Johnson. Boris. Bo- he really wants to Boris. He fancied some chocolate and, he, you know, one of his favourite chocolate bars he wanted to get, so he thought he'd get himself one of those Borises. Boris, it's not Boris Johnson then. No. I can't think of any other Boris. Tennis player. Boris, Borat, Boris. What? Boris, Boris Gump. (laughs) Who? Tennis player. Murray. Are you telling me you don't know who Boris Becker is? Yeah, I don't know who Boris Becker is. My God. Well, he was going to nip to the shop and get a Boris Becker. Double Decker. Yep. And that's the end of my little ones I've made up. I do that. I do that a lot, actually. Yes, there you go. And now a word from this week's sponsor. Stroke song. It could also be a song we have not decided yet. Anyway, listen to this advert stroke song. As I rarely ever get the chance And the bow bells are ringing So I just feel like singing So it's down the rubber dub For some lager and some grub Okay, so Okay Right Got a little quiz for you uh, I never expected that I, even Should I say I've got a bucks for you a Bucks Fizz quiz. Yep. 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 Amazing. I've got Bucks Genuinely quiz. enjoyed those. <laughs> um, so, uh, this is all about London. Um, I'll London. tell you what. I didn't expect that to be about London. Why don't you play the sting? I'll play the sting. It's a quiz about London. How will you fare? Go ahead, have a guess if you don't know To be honest, I don't care Stand clear of the doors, please I like that sting, that was a nice sting Yeah, I thought you'd say that Anyway, 
Let's go for this then. Question one of this week's quiz. How many questions? Ten. Nice. Actually ten this time. What must you refrain from doing to the Pelicans in St. James's Park without written permission? I, oh, I sorry. presume it's multiple that's, choice. Yeah. Yeah. What must you refrain from from doing to the Pelicans in St. James's Park without written permission? I'm not sure if that's written permission from the Pelicans. Yeah. Or I was whether it's ask from that. someone else. Would can, uh, can you only do this if you've got written permission? Touch them. B. Feed them. C. Ride them. Now, there is a good chance that these pelicans are actually just one of those paddle boat things. Oh, they're not. They're oh, real. right, okay. Because <laughs> in which case, the ride them would actually potentially work if you hadn't given that away. Um, I'm going to go with, well, one, I feel like you'd have to have permission to touch them anyway. So that one, I feel like, would be true. Even if it wasn't the one that you've got, it's still a good chance that, that could be true. But I'm going to go with feed them. Because it's more common that people actually do it. Ah, well, a- actually, you have to have a letter from the Secretary of State to touch them. Oh. You're not supposed to feed them, but people do. But to actually touch them, you have to have written permission. Okay. Like that. Question two, and just for anybody wondering what that funny little clicking sound is, that's Connor who's been playing with his toy car yeah. while recording for some time now. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. I haven't had one for a very long time. In Cockney rhyming slang, what does Turkish bath mean? Turkish bath. Oh, you're going to give me options. A, so. giraffe, B, path, or C, laugh? Giraffe. Is no, it's, it wouldn't be giraffe. But I feel like people use the, you're having a giraffe. They say laugh. That is true. Um, That's a, a, an example of how things have changed coming forward. Because obviously, giraffes weren't invented back when they first had. Yeah, Cockney we discussed that on the previous yeah. episode, didn't yeah. we? Um, what was the one in the middle? Sorry, it was giraffe, path, or laugh. Turkish bath. Can you use it in a sentence, please? No, because that would give it away. <laughs> You're having a Turkish bath. You're having a Turkish. Uh, let's go have a walk along the Turkish. I feel like path. That is incorrect. Is it bath? You're having a Turkish. You're having a Turkish bath. Laugh. I just Qu- thought maybe giraffe. Was- Question three. What was Sir Christopher Wren obsessed with when designing St Paul's Cathedral and nearly resulted in the Great Dome being a... A. Pineapple. B. Boobies. C. I sang a song about that before the podcast. Coconut. So Christopher Wren was obsessed with something while he was designing St Paul's Cathedral and it nearly resulted in the Great Dome being in the shape of... A, a pineapple, B, boobies, or C, a coconut. You laugh. You actually laugh more at coconut than I thought you would. But is that because you just said the word boobies? Yeah, I was still laughing about boobies, yeah. Right. Um, so I would say boobies is there because it's your funny option. Or is it? Yeah. Because um, the other two are very similar in what they could be, pineapples and coconut. Yeah. So you've gone for basically a fruit for the other two. Um, Because coconut's a fruit. 
Um, I believe it is. It's anyway. a nut. No, it's not. <laughs> go on, anyway, go on. Um, so I'm going to go with pineapple. That is correct. And actually, he didn't do it in the end, but if you Did look not? at <laughs> other parts of the uh, St Paul's Cathedral, the smaller little domes or little bits and pieces on top, they're, they're often pineapples. And he was obsessed with them at the time. He was obsessed with pineapples, yeah. Any reason why Everybody he was obsessed? Everybody was obsessed with pineapples. I think they were just new fruit on the block, and yeah. uh, which is a boy band of that time. And they just... Uh, at what time? Of that time. Um, question four. In 1681, London was terrorised by a man who walked streets at night, or in the dark, looking for unaccompanied women. If he saw one, he would run up behind them, lift their dress, slap their bottom and yell, Spanko! But what was his nickname? Is what this was true? A, yeah. What was the nickname he was no given? No way, that's true. It is true. He saw one, he ran up behind them, lift their dress, slap their bottom and yell, Spanko! See, that's, that is a terrible thing to it do. It is a terrible thing. It's an absolutely awful thing to do, but I honestly thought you were going to say that he was going to murder them, and no. it's better than murdering them. It is. Um, so what was his nickname? <laughs> oh my goodness. That, that man. Was his nickname A, Slapping Simon? Was it B, Buttock Billy? <laughs> you enjoyed this one, didn't you? Or was it C, Whipping Tom? Um, Buttock Billy is t- too funny. Um, was it Slapping Simon? Yep. And what was the other one? Something Tom? Whipping Tom. Whipping Tom. It's Whipping Tom. It is whipping Tom. Yeah, it's not funny enough. No. Apparently... They weren't funny back then. That was way, way back. I think I said when it was, but I can't remember now. It's <laughs> Probably should have jokes out of it. <laughs> no, no. But there was a copycat person who did it uh-huh. more recent times. But the way it was... When I read it, the way it was put, it was sort of funny, but it wasn't. It's not funny, but the way they put it did make me laugh. Anyway, question five. Cockney rhyming slang again. What is meant by... Give and take. Is it lake? A, that is. All right, okay, thank you. Is it B, pasta bake? Or is it C, cake? I feel like pasta bake in our household, that would be. Now, give and take, I think, give and take, um, cake actually fits in with that phrase. You've got to give and you've got to take. You can't have your cake and eat it. It's cake. Wow. Well done for dissecting. That's absolutely true. And that is why it is like it is. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which is not really English. This is, okay. This is what it is. What Question it is, six. Like it is. Why did time go back by five minutes at the clock tower of Westminster in 1945? Was it because it snowed so heavily the hands couldn't move until cleared? Was it because a flock of birds landing on the minute hand all at once made it stop? Or was it C, while cleaning the clock face, a man slipped and held on to one of the hands until rescued? Oh, that's actually a tricky one. You kind of gave me a look with your eyebrows like, yeah, yeah there's no yeah. stupid answer in this one. But they're all fairly stupid, but yes. Yeah, they're all fairly, they're all equally stupid. Like even the man falling sounds like it's relatively meant to be funny, but it's also could genuinely be true. It's not like one of these things where you've just made up something that completely... Mm. Um, so it's birds, snow, or man. Yes. Oh, pardon me, sorry. Oh, I had a hiccup and it followed directly by a burp then. Nice. That's for everyone to listen to. Yeah. 
Well, at least they, they couldn't hear you clicking your car doors. Don't, so, they don't click, listen. I heard that then. Yeah, so. but that's only because you're listening. <laughs> I've been listening all the way through. It's all I could hear at the moment. Will you get on with this quiz? Right. Bird snow man. Yeah. Um, or, or a snowman covered in birds. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for the snow. Wrong. It was a flock of birds and they, I think they were starlings all landed on the minute hand at once. And My it made second it option was going to be man. So well, you haven't got a second option. Birds, birds would have been my last one. Question seven. There is a time capsule beneath Cleopatra's Needle in London. A little while back to uh, uh, the ancient Egyptians last week. Ancient Egyptians. But which of these is in it, in the time capsule? <laughs> a. Cigars. B. Pornographic images. C. A life-size model of Queen Victoria. Uh, pornographic images. Wrong cigars. Oh, <laughs> right. But um, oh, that was one of the pornographic images. <laughs> right. What? What? Uh, they listed some of the things in there. So cigars, children's toys, a portrait of Queen Victoria, coins, Bibles in different languages. This all sounds relatively, you know, it shows of a time. And then the Quran wasn't in photos there, of women considered to be beautiful at that time. In fairness, in fairness, um, someone could consider a woman beautiful now, but she wouldn't be considered beautiful years no, ago. No, I'm not. I'm th- but that is very, um, is it derogatory? Well, is the, 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 the thing is... Misogynistic? Photos of women considered to be beautiful at the time. I understand they're considered to be beautiful at the time in the way they've said that. But why on earth, in a time capsule, have they put pictures of know. people like or women? That just seems it just it's like in years to come me. they'll open it up and go, oh. oh, she's a bit dodgy looking, but they thought she was beautiful at the time. Or they'll go, I'm sure they all look beautiful then and do so now. I distance myself from my son. I reckon they don't look as good now because they're all dead. Oh. Question eight. Another London law. After what time are you allowed to shake your rug out of the window? And that's not... Um... Oh, after what time? Uh... Is it... Okay. After 6am, after 7am, or after 8am? So... At what time are you allowed to shake your rug out of the window? 8am. That is correct. It is 8am. Question nine. It's still standing, that law, yeah? It is a still a law, yeah. In the 1700s, instead of paying the three and a half pence entrance fee to London Zoo, what could you do instead? Could you A, help clean out the poo? Could you B... Take your pets to feed the lions and tigers, or mm. could you see bring a plant? The take your pets to feed the lion and tigers is very, very um, dark. Uh, so I, I don't think so. So what's it to so. be then? Unless it'd be like farm animals, Poo bring them, or take a plant. Plant, take a plant. Yeah, yeah. No, you you actually could take cats and dogs and get in free if you had them and then they would be fed to the lions and tigers. That's horrendous. It is horrendous. Obviously, it doesn't happen now. 
but it did happen at that point. But you got to think in those days. Not being funny, you could people, just walk down the street of London Zoo and see the, see the giraffes. Yeah, I know. The thing is that Don't even know if you could at the time, but even the animals weren't treated particularly well anyway, were they? I mean, no. so okay. Your last question here. Wow. Question ten. What was sold in Harrods of London up until 1916? <gasps> Zebras. Was it A. Cocaine, B, alligators, or C, children? A, cocaine. That is correct. And the reason I thought you might go for alligators then, but well past 1916, they sold wild animals. Yeah. I mean, we're talking, I think, 70s was the last you time you used to be able to ask can I have a zebra and yeah they'd, they'd, and they'd, they'd source they'd you all, yeah unbelievable so that's the end of my little quiz hope you enjoyed it if someone offered to sell you a zebra and yes. imagine you had land yeah would you would you buy it um I I would I feel like zebra is more of the animal that would no, be I, more I, acceptable. Yes, but Because people I think do have zebras. They do, but zebras are pack animals, um, herd animals, I should say. So, what if they offered you six? And they're not as easy to, to look after, I understand, within the zoo environment as you think they're going to be. You think they're horses, so they're going to be fine, but they're not. More donkey, There's a really, isn't it? But I think... If I had loads of land and I was perhaps a go-between between between someone who was going to... Something was going to happen to that animal if I didn't take them on, I would then seek advice, house them, and then get people that were more equipped to look after an animal of that sort. And then um, teach it how to run and then recreate the film Racing Stripes. I don't know that film. Oh, basically, it's about a zebra that loves being a racehorse. Okay, thanks for. But that. I just I'll think having a zebra there. as a as a pet would be better than some other animals you could have. Like, well, for example, if someone want if you wanted a wild animal and someone went there's a zebra here, I'd be more likely to take the zebra than a tiger. Okay, well, I can't say I've really thought about it. As a child, I always wanted a baby elephant. I know you did, yeah, but, but that would have been. I really thought I could keep nightmare. it in my room. And it wasn't until later in life that you go, no, you, you couldn't keep it in your room because I realised eventually it would grow. A baby elephant wouldn't be out of Well, maybe this room, but not your old room when you would have talked about it anyway. So there we go. Well, it would have been hard to get in there, just not get out again, maybe. Or turn around. Ding. <laughs> Ding. Time's up. Um, but yeah. Okay. Anything else we need to cover then? Well, actually, there is. So have you ever been on our website, Dad? Yes. Well, on our website, I don't know if you've seen, but there's a contact page. I've just said I've been on it. Yeah, yep. I'm just saying. Yeah. Have you seen the contact page? Yes, I have seen the contact page. Well, but it turns out... I don't out, actually look at it that often. It turns out so is our friend Al. Oh, good, good, God. Okay, what's Al got to uh, um, share with us now? So, subject is miss me, with a question mark. Oh. Now, um, I've we we've... I don't know how long ago we last had a message from Al, uh, but obviously he did appear. He sent us a message on our episode, uh, our 50th episode, didn't he? Right. Okay. And he's Belgian. We already knew that. Yeah. He's Belgian rock hopper penguin. Yeah. Um, would you like me to try and read it in his accent? 
I don't know. Do you think you can, or do you think this is going to be like car crash? Hi, father and son. <laughs> it's Al here. Do you want me to carry on or just go back yeah, to normal? Yeah, as long as you get through it. <laughs> oh, okay. It's Al here. Apologies, I've been away visiting my Aunt Artica. Oh, man. So I have it's been... What ca- with these puns. <laughs> so I've been catching up on the podcast. I'm going to do it normally now. <laughs> After listening to the espionage episode, I felt inspired to write my own spy story. It's named The Penguin Pies. Spies. It's like you knew the episode. It's called... It's named The Penguin Pies. Penguin Pies? Yeah, it's about being a spy story. Oh, right, Penguin okay. Pies, Spies. It's like he knew we were doing London. Actually, I think we might have communicated that with him. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. There was once a penguin farmer. His name, Pond. James Pond. He loved his sheep, but decided he wanted a pig. So he rounded up four sheep and took them to the market. Hang on. A penguin farmer... Uh he, he, he sounds like well, he, he, he sounds like penguins, he's a, he's, and then he went on to say, "I think he is a penguin. He's oh, a right, farmer okay. who is a penguin." Um, I get the sounding that it sounds like he farms penguins, but no. But then Al, goes this on would to be talk weird about, if Al sent us a story about someone farming penguins because he is a penguin. Okay. Anyway, um, so he ran up his horse and went to market with the money he bought a pig and planned to put it in a pie. The sa- that Saturday, he cooked up a storm and ended it up using the pig to bake as many as four pork pies. Right. There was a crash. Bang. Scallop, as in the f- the seafood, at the window. <laughs> scallop. There was a scallop at the window. Wallop. He's Qu- written scallop. All oh, right, okay. Perhaps autocorrect. It might be know. that it's an actual pun or joke, or it might be that autocorrect put It could scallop. well be a pun. I don't know. Something seemed to be fishy. Yeah, it's almost definitely a pun, oh, isn't it? Oh, God. Something seemed to be fishy, so James Pond went to investigate. He spent hours looking for a culprit, but in the end, didn't have any clue what caused the commotion. All worn out. <laughs> Sorry, which just is how I'm feeling at the moment. All worn out, Pond, yep. James Pond, yep. returned to his kitchen, ready for, the, for a slice of pie. To his horror, someone had already eaten them all. Oh no, who ate all the pies? Cut a long story short, it was the fat child who was born out of wedlock. Forever listening, Al. Wow. No, Al. Yes, wow, Al. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I'm glad we've inspired you to uh, have a go yourself. Um, I can see references to uh, Austin Powers there. Um, and uh, and various other sort of uh, James Bond, obviously, with your James Pond. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Normally, I proofread these, yeah, yeah, um, just to kind of see what we're we're going to be chatting about. Um, but I read this very late, yeah, uh, last night. Did you sleep after? And yeah, well, I was quite tired, and I got about halfway through, and I was thinking. Oh, to just read this on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> just hope well, for no, the best. Very, very good. Yeah, I hope there's nothing terrible in the end I do of actually it. appreciate, though, a story being written. I do. I think it's nice. You can tell a bit of effort's gone into that. Well, a bit of effort. There is going to be uh, some serialisations of, of perhaps ongoing uh, like adventures. Like Yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, so quick. we might find they pop up in the next few 
episodes or or uh, podcasts that we do. Are you saying there might be a return of a character? There may be return of a character. You never know. Right? Well, I do actually. You've okay, spoken yeah, about it. Told you. Yes. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. Thanks, Al, for your correspondence. It's always great to hear from you. Connor's uh, thrown his arms up in the air for some inexplicable reason. I was just going to say, but you spoke. I was going to be like, and you can do this, but you were speaking, so I just put my arms in the air. Um, So, as I said, though, Al sent that to us via our website. You can too. Not just you specifically, Dad, but anyone can send us uh, a message. And that can be done on fatherandsundays.com and you can go to the contact page and you can send it there. Alternatively, if you would like to send a message in a different way, we've got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all available. Uh, you can like follow us on those, but you can also co- um, send messages on there, comment on there, so any of our posts. You can also add comments on the website on a particular episode if you did wish to do so. Okay. Um, we've also got emails which you can access on the website, such as uh, contact us at fatherandsundays.com. Uh, which would be the best one to actually send us any correspondence if you wish to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, although I do appreciate we have mentioned the other email in previous episodes. So if you do use that as well, we'll still see it likely potentially. Um, but the website is a great place because you've got all our episodes available there. You can listen to those, but you can also listen to those on any of your chosen platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, another one. And all the others. And all the others. Um also, we've got a little shop on the website as well. If you go on there, you can get some bits and help support the podcast. Okay. <sighs> but that's it, I think. Is that everything? for another week, I think. I think it. Think, think, think. Oh, next week, it's uh, the old um, Valentine's Day, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I've got no date. Haven't you? No. Okay. We've got a week to work on it then. All right. Do you reckon you'll be able to help? I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. 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 Egypt in last week's podcast there were so many potential fact check candidates that to save time I would like to submit it in its entirety apologise profusely (laughs) (laughs) right let's start that again even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.